Oh, we're going to do intro first. Intro first. Intro first. Intro. Howdy, howdy. This is Chris Erickson. And Cassidy Lewis. We are both born and raised here in North County, San Diego. We're dads, we're husbands, and we're both realtors. And this podcast is all about the people, the places, and the stories around North County. Thanks for tuning in to North County Now. Here we go. Welcome back, my friends, to another edition of North County Now, episode 214. Ready to rock and or roll. We got a hot one today. Have a nice, fun golf story and little Petco updates. We have our, uh, I'm going to tease this one because my beer of the week is probably going to be my beer of the year as of now. It was, Ooh, look at that. Fantastic. I don't know. It was really good. <laughs> I, I, you know, we have a, we have a decent amount of beer here and there, randoms that we've had before, but this one was, it was a new one I had and it was, Definitely stood stood out among the among the crowd. So also a new cool. beer spot opening up in Oside. Go go figure. Delmar Fair is coming to town. We're gonna give you guys the lineup, the music lineup. There's actually some good some good bands coming. I mean, there's always some good fan bands coming through, but this year it seems like the lineup's pretty pretty solid. So we got a lot. We got nice. a fun one. And then we're gonna hit up the Hillcrest breweries that we teased last week or down south breweries. So Anyways, let's rock and or roll. As always, this is episode is sponsored by the Beach Life Group, which is our crew right here in North County, San Diego. Anything real estate related, this is the only time we really talk about real estate at the beginning. So <laughs> hit us up if you guys need anything. You can follow me over at Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. You got Cassidy Lewis at Cassidy Lewis RE or shoot us an email. Hello at North County CA. Dot com or you could just go to zoomwithcasty.com. Did we get that yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should probably purchase it now that everybody else is gonna try to buy it. <laughs> Not yet, but soon <laughs> soon enough. So, anyways, uh, anything real estate related. What's up? How's uh what's what's up? What's our real estate minute? <laughs> uh I mean interest rates got above seven just for your video the other day. Yeah. Um and you said it dipped just a little bit today, right? Yeah, it's still a. It did, as far as last time I looked, it still was above seven. It just wasn't. It wasn't seven point whatever one four that it was before. Let's see, bringing it up now. Ooh, six point nine five, guys. We're dropping. Bye, like bye, bye. Like a fly. <laughs> seven point one four at the end of the week. Six point nine five, and I'd assume it will come down if the U.S. comes to a debt deal, just takes some uncertainty out of the market, less risk as a whole. So it should. I don't know. I can't predict the future, but it should come back down a little bit. So <laughs> we shall see. I've been wrong before. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, that's the whole real estate minute is with interest rates kind of moving all willy-nilly, it's, tar- it's hard to, you know, pinpoint what things are looking like. So um, it's week to week. It is. It's week to week. So, and if you go, went into escrow over the weekend... Uh, thinking that you'd be over seven percent and it dipped down to six point nine five or whatever it is. Yeah, that's nearly a that's a win point swing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah, it's just it's you just got to watch it. Super close. Yeah. If you like it, lock it, as the the lenders say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
But anyways, all right, let's rock and roll. Weekends, I'll run. I'll run first this time. Okay. Had some fun. Got to see around town. Got invited to a nice little twilight golf session over at NCS Ranch on Friday. Nice. 3.45, tee off, tee time. How many we holes finished. do you get in when you... We, we when finished. You... Whoa. Yeah. Did you guys. At, towards the end, hole 16, we had people hitting into us. Uh, I, we weren't going too slow, so I don't know. They were just being jerks. <laughs> did you hit it back at them? No, I think one of our guys just stepped on it on the way off, but like that's just rude. Like, come on. Yeah. It's it's about 30 minutes left of light. Everybody's just cruising. It's Friday. Don't don't hit balls at people. Unless you're going like real slow. We were going probably a little bit slower than a normal decent pace, but not not hitting balls at people kind of thing. So anyways, Bummer. whoever you are, if you guys are listening, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just saw who it was and they just wanted to see if they could hit the target. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what uh, if you hit somebody? And I don't know. That's just like, I've never I, done it and I've never yeah. advocated for it. I see in some situations. Yeah. Like, come on guys, move fast. This is ridiculous. You guys don't even know how to play golf. Just keep going. You don't need to make yeah. a one foot putt. Just go. But we weren't doing that. My my buddy and I were were just kind of ride alonging with my mom and dad who were golfing. Ride alonging. That's kind of a weird way to put it. <laughs> but we were in the cart with them. And um it was a four-person golf cart for a golf course, but it's because it was like the unit we got. Anyway, doesn't matter. Somebody <laughs> hit into us. Somebody hit into us. I mean, that just seems weird. Four people on a golf cart. That's a odd, but anyway, somebody hit into us and my dad and it hit my buddy in the leg and my dad teed it up and hit it right back. At See, that might be the move. I, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Just really, really lame. If you ask yep, me. Agreed. <laughs> of the golf etiquette, you know, there's so much like nuance in golf. That seems like a pretty easy one. Yeah. Like I said, if you're going real slow or you're being dumb or there's you're there's hitting 18 balls, you're hitting 18 ball. Yeah. You're not following the etiquette. Maybe, maybe a, a nice little, you know, pitch shot at you. It was okay. But not in this, not in this case. Yeah. Anyway, shot my worst golf game in, in <laughs> many a moon. So <laughs> I did. it was fun though. We did the, we did a, it was kind of cart versus cart. So first six, we did ba- basically whoever had the best score on the cart you get each of your scores whoever had the best that that cart gets that cart gets a a point if you tie you get half the next six we did a scramble i love scrambles scrambles are fun everything keeps rolling you always somebody's gonna have a decent shot and then this last round was head to head so you pick another guy on the other cart for each hole go head to head with them we got smoked but (laughs) (laughs) i felt real good we won the first one first very first hole a, a, my second shot was about, I want to say it was just, it was in the, it was on the front. It was in the rough over like a little sand trap, but still probably like 20 feet out, like not super far, not super close. And I almost chipped in from there. It just dink, dink, dink. And then off the flag. So <laughs> it's like, oh, it was great. It was going to be good. Definitely <laughs> downhill from there, but <laughs> if, don't do uh, that again. Yeah. But any, uh, any, <clears throat> excuse me. If anybody wants to go at 345, you get a round done. Nice. It's that this time of year when, well, especially if there's not a ton of people out there, but this time of year it gets dark so late. 
It was, I was still, I, I did the casting method and, or from your story at least, and brought extra clothing because it was it's perfectly chilly. beautiful. And then I had a kind of a long sleeve shirt on and I brought an extra little jacket because I was I'd telling Eddie, I was like, it's going to come up. Uh, the wind's going to come. It's going to get cold. And sure enough, once that sun went down a little bit, it was, it was very cold. Yeah. Um, we yeah. were at a, we were at a, um, baseball tournament in San Marcos, just watching get um, some kids from cams teams and Braden's team actually too. Uh, and it went from, you know, t-shirt and short weather to uh, needing a parka in like eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Changed quickly. The, it did. So the fall slash kind of this little season right here gets cold quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. We're like, okay, it's time to go. It was like the fifth inning. It's a close game. And we're like, all right, we're out of here <laughs> later. <laughs> need a blanket or a fireplace or something. I know we didn't plan. We didn't plan well. Yeah. Then I hit up San Diego Park with the boys. Cruise out there. Got to explore a little bit. They're doing a bunch of some renovations on the trail, so you got to find out where you're going in. But place is rad. Huge. Yep. Plenty of plenty of things to do. We ended up exploring, doing like a scavenger hunt. Found like ended up at one of the playgrounds. There's a handful of playgrounds in there. Mm-hmm. Like night, like good playgrounds like keep the kids big. busy big and not just a slide and this it's kind of nice so i do have a playground update for you in our sports section so <laughs> we'll get there as well but anyways if you guys need something to do over the weekend go to san diego park you can get a little parking pass kind of like the beach parking pass ones but this one it's it's three bucks a time if you go or something like that so it's pretty cheap but if you're going a few times a month it's worth getting a little pass then you can just cruise roll right in there and then on Sunday, let's say, yeah, Sunday, cruise up to Orange County. So I got I got a golf story from Orange County. I didn't golf up there, but it ties into our sports section. So we'll save that one for there. And uh, it's going to be else? a jam packed sports section. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good sports section today. Nice. Uh, besides the power rankings that you mentioned earlier. <laughs> 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 getting me upset my, my blood's boiling a little bit because it's not fun when your team isn't doing well when you're on top of the world hey this is great those other teams stink giants are horrible you're like Padres are balling not not the case right now unfortunately but nope yeah nope, yeah. Nope. yeah and i could have saved the day yesterday at our pool party that we went to went to some our buddy's house went to a pool party and being a past pool guy, I got called in. I got called in to fix a heater because we were it was a cold day and they thought the heater was going, but it was running, but not heating a big thing. Ah, miserable. Miserable failure. I did not get it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Is I that the only reason you were invited? Yeah, they're like, maybe let's <laughs> up Chris. He, he might be able to know what to do in this situation, but the kids were even the kids were cold in the pool. So it was like <laughs> I was, I was hoping to save the day, but this guy made like the just very simple, but in a turkey fryer fried chicken. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was good. Nice. I, I don't think I've ever had uh, maybe a little bit, but not from a deep fryer in a backyard fried chicken, you know, maybe like a cast iron skillet or something, mm-hmm. but it was good. Learned to learn a thing or two about how to fry a chicken. So nice. You're going to get your own now. I don't have the space and the the fire aspect is a little sketchy. So. <laughs> I know. I don't trust myself with it. I feel like I'm going to end up 
you know, scolding myself or yeah, burning the house down. He had a good little section. It was next to his barbecue. It was kind of by his not fence. His yeah, I guess it's fence, but it's not a wood fence. It's just like a wrought iron fence and then kind of tucked it behind a little planter. So it was it was definitely well insulated from the other chaos of the house, you know, the kids running around. So yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you get into? Um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that (laughs) Friday, Friday night came was supposed to have a, um, soccer scrimmage that got canceled like midday. Um, so we had already kind of planned going out to dinner with some of our friends that are, that have kids on cam's team. And so we still did that part of it. Uh, it's probably more fun because we got to start earlier, <laughs> um, but went to draft Republic, um, saw our kids for like a total of like six minutes. It was great. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the arcade babysitters. Are yeah. Great. <laughs> it, it was actually, it was actually foosball babysitters. The whole Ooh, time. Nice. You know, they have that giant foosball ta- or yeah. Foosball table. Yep. Like 12 handles on each side. So they were they all fit locked. in there. Yeah. They were all locked in on that. And, um, so we just got to, you know, six adults got to actually chat and, you know, have a couple of beers and yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And then that's um, wild. That's like the, I know. That's probably the weirdest part of your weekend. <laughs> Enjoy company of other adults without children. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, so that was super fun. Um, and then Saturday pretty mellow. I mean, we're about to get into a little bit more, uh, sport weekends with tournaments and stuff coming up, but the, um, so when we're not playing baseball, we went and watched some, like I said, on Saturday, um, got to watch, um, a couple of kids from Camden's team and a couple of our buddies, Tyson and, and Kevin's kiddos watch or playing also on the seven U all-star. So, um, it was super fun. We ended up going back on Sunday also for that, their finals. Cause they got to the finals, that team, um, walked it off they won it so they got they uh actually it was their semifinals we watched so super fun uh and then they ended up winning the finals too so congrats to those boys um nice. super pumped i got i got the you know the ring photos after uh which was exciting for them yeah L- little tiny guys with these giant rings <laughs> <laughs> those are always fun yeah um and then we did uh, other than that, kind of just hung out. And then we went to the zoo yesterday morning for you kind of beat the crowd. Got there at like 930. We were there till 1230. And I feel like we saw everything. So it was great. Just kind Good. of a ton of walking, hiking up those giant hills. You know, the zoo, the zoo is, uh, I always forget how much incline there is there. <laughs> yeah. I've so, been there in a while, fun. but yes, there's some ups and downs and all around. Yeah. Yeah, and everything was out. It was kind of gloomy and half rainy, but uh, got to see a grizzly bear out, which I feel like I haven't seen like the grizzly bear actually moving ever. <laughs> um, saw a, a sloth bear, which was a really weird looking creature. But yeah, is it, was it a bear or is it a sloth? It's a bear, but okay. I think it it climbs trees really well. But it's also got like really really long talons or fingernails or whatever you call them. So it kind of looks like sloth fingers. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it was a good time. A very, very, very fun weekend. I wish I remember the guy's name. I saw, uh, on Instagram, there was a bear fight. I don't oh, even know why it came up into my feed, but it was, Oh, I saw that in the wild, yeah. like Alaska or something, you know, like wherever the grizzly bears are. 
And he was just saying, you know, this is the gnarliest fight I've ever seen. This is like the longest fight I've ever seen. This is 10 times longer than any fight I've ever seen. And they are going after it. The dude gets his, the other bears like back in his mouth and just how Mm -hmm. aggressively they're ripping, like how they have to be bleeding and stuff. Right. They look like they're not even hurt, but as they both, I guess when they walked away, one guy's like dripping blood out of his mouth and Mm -hmm. it was gnarly. It was, it was frightening just even to watch. Yeah. I did see that. It was, and it was this like similar size bear of the grizzly that we saw at the zoo. And I saw that same thing. It was, that was crazy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go look it up. You guys probably find it. It's just like, look up world's craziest grizzly fight. (laughs) And yeah, it was the power and the, just how aggressive they were. And it was kind of cool watching them wrestle. Like they were doing like Greco Roman style wrestling. And, you know, it was like doing moves and getting the guy on his back. And I don't know. It was, like I said, I don't know how you, they just don't have a, their whole back. Maybe they just have really thick skin, obviously, or something, but yeah. like the whole back the torn too. up or mm-hmm. something. Like it's. Yeah. And then they just have to heal out in the open, you know, out in yeah. the, out in nature. Not going to the doctor. Nope. <laughs> um, oh, we also got to Heritage also. Speaking of bear fights, um, <laughs> we got to, we had, we spent two hours at uh, the barbershop. The three, us three boys got haircuts and um, then went to Heritage after, which was once again incredible. Not a great, I don't know if I mentioned this last time we went, but they don't have a kids' menu, which is kind of a bummer. So, like, Bray ordered or got, ended up getting, just like a tri-tip taco, I think, and enjoyed it. But they don't have like kids options, which seems like it'd be easy. They say you can order the mac and cheese, like a side of mac and cheese, but mac and cheese is kind of spicy. Yeah. So I kind of like it. I kind of like no kids menu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to push just my to, boys to eat like... Keep eat them away from there different. or... No, just, I don't know, yeah. try something new. Like you're you're yeah. here now. You're not going to get a... I just meant for a portion sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Because like the tri-tip taco was like half a pound of meat Ooh. and like eight, like $14. <laughs> okay. In that case, yes. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, I want like an $8 whatever. Yeah. Mac and cheese, chicken tenders. So, but. Well, right around the corner, you guys are going to be able to do a little, a little heritage slash beer. I saw it. Crawl pretty soon. So it's coming soon. Mm-hmm. That'll we'll cover that in our craft corner. All right. Should we talk baseball or not? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I the, I got that <laughs> as we were leaving San Diego Park, I heard it as we were coming in because I was like a they were in New York, so it's like a 10:30-ish game or something. So by the time we were leaving, it was just coming to the end of the ninth. So they're going, they're going OT, they're going extra innings, Padres, Yankees. And you figure it's like now with the runner on second, two pot flies. There you go. There's your run. To, you got, you know, in extra innings, mm-hmm. but they didn't, they didn't move him around. So I got to listen to what it happened quick. Padres got out. I think Hassan Kim was the runner on second. Yankees came up. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Like, okay, that was, that was fun. <laughs> I was expecting, I was excited. Okay. Got back in the car, get to listen to the extra innings. Maybe let us in a little, little Padres W did not happen. So the Padres dropped another one. They're four and six in their last 10. They're at the bottom of mostly not just the NL West, but almost the whole NL. They're in the top bottom. The only league where they would be, well, besides they're 
the Rockies have a few more losses right now. They played a few more games in the NLS, mm-hmm. but the NL East, the Nationals, 23 and 31, where the Padres are 24 and 29. So they'd be well, at luckily, the bottom of, yeah, the NL Central too. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, uh, luckily there's, you know, a little bit of positive news is that the Dodgers aren't playing that stellar either. So they haven't dropped that far below. They're still hanging in there. Five and five uh, in the last 10, the Dodgers, your boy is seven and three. Did they lose somebody? Did they, I saw Tyro, our second baseman, um, got put, put on the injured list. Got it. Hurt his wrist. Um, but just kind of allows them to to move kind of some of the younger kids around the diamond a little. And I, they're just playing like a fun brand of baseball yesterday. They won 14 to four over the pirates. They're just hitting the tar out of the ball and um, in big spots, they're getting the two out hit, which they weren't getting before. And I I know that's a big problem for the Padres (laughs) is getting that. Yeah. Big, 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 big hit. And you have the hitters apparently. Mm-hmm. At least on on paper, yeah, just not well not translating. Padres only moved from number eighteen to number nineteen, so a week of not the best baseball and not that much movement. Giants moved from twenty three to sixteen, so uh, a big jump. Yeah, like I said, I don't want to talk about it. It's early in the season <laughs> still, and then you said no, it's not. I said, well, <laughs> they're not fifty games back, so we're still good to go. <laughs> there's always the wild card <laughs> hey get in the playoffs no, I'm just kidding. Fine. let's 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 get there at least uh, only, yeah there's still a lot to go dodgers did drop to number five from number three after a few a few yeah. l's here and there well in the in the padres this past weekend I had to play the dodgers the dodgers are obviously uh a, i mean not dodgers yankees and the yankees are a good team so not the you know it's not shocking uh, the Giants play the Orioles this week, and the Orioles, I think, moved up to number three. So, you know, there's, it, it, there, like you said, there's, there is a lot of baseball left, but we're getting deeper. Um, so, and I just, I just like watching good baseball again. Like that's the part that's when our teams are bad. And it's, it shows like every game you're like, they haven't had a two out hit in like three weeks. That's the painful part. Well, until the, this weekend when they play the nationals, they had a, a series win in a while. Yeah. They did barely pull off. I think it was like the, it wasn't extra innings. I think it was just the ninth inning. They came back inside or went ahead and then held them in the, in the bottom half of that inning to take the series. I think they needed two runs or something, but yeah, other than that, they've dropped that one. Uh, Yankees, Dodgers, like going back quite a ways. Mm-hmm. Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox. Did they drop the Royals too? They yeah, Padres. Yeah, yeah, dropped the Royals. The other Dodgers <laughs> series uh, split the Twin series, but that was just a two gamer. So. Anyways, they need to get something going. They're, they're playing today against, now they have the Brewers in town. Or, sorry, the Marlins. Mm-hmm. At the Marlins. And today at 340. Tomorrow at 340. Got a little, nice little three-gamer. And then Chicago comes to town this weekend. So, All Let's right. go. Yeah, right. let's go. Let's go Miami Marlins, not Florida Marlins. 
it's time. It's time to make a time to make a change. I mean, not not a change. I just mean like a change in play, a shift. Because even the other day, I don't remember what game it was. They hit really well, scored a bunch of runs, and then their starting pitcher gave up five runs. Yeah. So it's just you can't keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. My so I went up to Orange County. Well, I'll tell that in a minute. Actually, since we're on, you said change. There is a change. Some change going on at Petco. They're putting a a twenty million dollar renovation at Petco Parks Gallagher Square, aka Park at the Park. Mm-hmm. And the renditions look pretty killer. They're basically they're moving the ball the the little field, the little wiffle ball field. They're moving it to the back corner, so they're kind of opening it up for more venues. You know, so like so they could have more concerts and stuff in there, or it's actually more usable because that area is kind of right where where right where the you know if you're watching. It would be right in front of the stage, more or less. Yep. So they're doing that, putting some kind of terrace seatings in there, putting some fake grass in there. They have a brand new, like they have like little kind of play area right now, a big kind of play structure and make it a little more kid friendly back there. And then they're putting, they're moving Tony Gwynn and putting it in front of. They're moving Tony Gwynn. They're moving Tony, like put, putting it like across from Trevor Hoffman. So it looks like Tony's pitching to Trevor or Tony. Trevor's pitching to Tony. So they have this big long corridor. And then the debate starts like, well, is the changeup gonna get Tony or is Tony gonna get a hit? <laughs> like who who's gonna win that battle? So it it, it looks pretty cool. Did um, they did they ever face each other? Probably not. <laughs> not not until this comes in. So we'll see. <laughs> They're starting at the end of this season. It should be done by next season, but yeah, they're moving the ball field, building a concrete gathering space, sloped amphitheater for the new uh, Sequan stage, a new video board, constructing a top tier. So like another little area kind of, kind of at the, I guess it's kind of where Tony is right now. Kind of that area, like a nice big seating area, it looks like. Uh, Tony, Tony Gwynn Terrace is what they're going to call it. So um, yeah, it looks rad. So it'll be more fun down there. Kind of keep it open. They're trying to keep it open. They're going to have a little dog park, but have more use than just at Padre games. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. Yeah. It kind of looks, I mean, the way they're going to do it. Yeah. It looks more like a, another venue inside of Petco, which is rad. It's very cool. We're going to go. It, we're going before this um, is being done, but we're going to go to a show this summer. Nice. Gallagher square. It'll be our first, <clears throat> our first concert there. You're going to get the last of this one. Then the last of the yep. old, old, Gallagher Square. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. How much do you think Peco Park costs to make originally? Um, Peco Park, the whole thing? Yeah. The whole development. I don't know. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Let's see. 500 million. Yeah, pretty close. 450. Hmm. Not bad. (laughs) Not too shabby. Yep. So, anyways, something to look forward to next year. But I, to- I'm, the renditions are rad. I mean, I'm just yeah. looking. I'm trying to see the. Um, it it'll be cool because I mean, especially like the new, there's a new little concession stand area, and like it should be really cool for like to kind of not have. I mean, it's cool having the wiffle ball court thing, wiffle ball there, but it takes up a ton of room, and especially yeah. when they do do the um, beer event every week 
Yep, I think it's Sunday. No, not Sundays. Maybe Saturdays. Um, that kind of takes over that area too. So it looks cool. Yeah, they're still gonna have the the new wiffle ball field. It looks even. It looks more looks like a legit yeah. small. You know, it looks like they have a wall out there. They have a grass wall. They have a scoreboard. So I think that'll mm-hmm. even be pretty cool. Yeah, I hope they take the trees out of the rendering though, because. From the wiffle ball field, you can't see the screen. Yeah, that was the only thing too. And you know, that's where parents, if your kids are playing over there, obviously you gotta hang out over that way. And then they have the wall kind of blocking the screen too. So mm-hmm. maybe they'll have a maybe they'll put a screen like like dedicated to that area. They should. Like a not a huge not as big as the one at like at the stage, but like something pretty big. Mm-hmm. Like at the playground and stuff. That's that's the only bummer is if you can't also continue to watch the game yeah you know i'm sure they'll figure it out and get it all set up they're also yep. gonna have a temporary pickleball court expanded entrances on 9th and j streets so nice yeah the walkway between the statues is going to be called or tentatively named the stitch so it's this big walkway connecting trevor and, and tony i like it yeah something to look forward to <laughs> <laughs> so up in orange county went and my cousin's a Dodgers fan, boo. But nonetheless, <laughs> he had he had he had some cash on the Dodgers under. It was like nine. <laughs> that was already blown in like the second inning. <laughs> it was already <laughs> I think the final score was ten to eleven. So missed the under. But they were watching the PGA. I don't even know what the Charles Schwab. That's what it was, the Charles Schwab challenge. And he was telling me his like strategy. <clears throat> He does on DraftKings and you get like you pick, you could pick like six dudes and whatever for whatever pool he's doing. And then he's like, Yeah, and then I usually throw 20 bucks on each person to to win. And so he's going through all his guys. He had like a few guys. He didn't have any of the big, not like Scheffler or nothing, but he did have Emiliano Grillo. So who actually ended up winning it. But he was he was playing out of a like Probably, I think it was the spread is about two shots going into the last hole. Emiliano, Argentinian dude. So he was up, it was, he was minus 10 for the, for the tourney and the other guys were minus eight. A guy named Shank. What a heck of a name for a golfer too. <laughs> Alan Shank, I think his name was. And then his another dude. Is Paul Hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Shank. I thought he would. I mean, he he did not. He didn't hit a green for a long time until the very end. So, anyways, right off the tee, Grillo hits it into the just. All he needed to do was par, basically, to win the tournament. Just cranks it off to the left or to the right. It lands in like a. It was basically a cart path, but it was there was like a little runoff running through it, so like a little river going. And so the ball just hit that, and it trickled probably 150 yards back towards the pin. And so they played it as a water hazard, but he it was so weird. He hit it off the cart path. Hmm. Like that was the, yeah. he dropped it, but he dropped it on the concrete and put it up by the green. Uh, but it's like, wait, don't you drop it? Isn't that <laughs> part of the hazard as well? But yeah. apparently not. It was the first time I've seen somebody crank it off the, off the, the uh, cart path. Anyway, so he S- dropped two some- shots. Somebody somebody hit it off the the bridge the other day the other day too right <laughs> I didn't see that one you see that no <laughs> no <laughs> the uh, so the the dude that got the hole in one during the 
PGA Championship. Yeah. They got um what's his name? Oh, uh, Michael Block. 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 I think he ended up having to hit it off a bridge. Okay. Um yeah, I was heard it on the radio this morning just like Maybe maybe a mistake playing in this tournament right after the PGA yeah. Championship, like yeah, your your six days of fame or five days of fame, uh, and then he was in last place, <laughs> dead last, dead last. Yeah, <laughs> not good. He gets to go to the PGA Championship next year, but but yeah, not uh, yeah. Didn't have a great showing. I don't know if he'll be yeah. invited to the next one. So <laughs> Grillo's coming through. He's he's like I said, he was two shots up. And he ended up double bogeying the last hole. Shank comes in. They tie it. Minus eight. Go. I think they had two or three round holes of playoffs. Anyways, Grillo ended up winning 20 bucks to win 1400 bucks. Wow. My, my cousin got a, a nice little payout for some random Argentinian <laughs> dude, Emiliano Grillo. I was, I was like, Emiliano. <laughs> the mighty ducks. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fun to watch, but uh, yeah, because we didn't even bring up the PGA Championship last year. There, uh, Scheffler did actually get a hole in one on this tournament too, which is which is wild. That's like hmm. don't really see a ton of hole in ones. It wasn't a slam dunk like blocks, but it was still, you know, one of the kind of drop on trickle in kind of things. Mm-hmm. I think they're all pretty incredible. <laughs> 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 I still don't have one. Someday. Or maybe never. I don't know. My dad still doesn't have any. So maybe this year. Maybe we'll do it this year. What do you think? I mean, if we if you play um, San Marcos executive enough, there's a good <laughs> chance. That's where my that's where my pops has his. So yeah, yeah. I, I that that one. I, my dad had one where it literally like went down the flag, hit the cup, and bounced out. I mean, like, that down, counts. That's, <laughs> it doesn't like yeah, it should. <laughs> how does that happen <laughs> um and then i had one on the back nine at san marcos that was i took of course i took a picture uh was an inch yeah. on the cup so i had a pretty close shot it was an 84 four yard hole at emerald isle over in oceanside mm-hmm. just a it's nice place. 61 degree loft wedge just put it up there real nice dropped it on and uh, I think yeah, it was about six inches away. So it wasn't an inch. That was it was a little further away. But the guy said it rolled because you couldn't see it was over a hill. So mm-hmm. it was over a little berm. He's the guy coming back. He's like, dude, that thing was so like it trickled back <laughs> past the cup. Dang it, that would have been cool. Brutal, brutal. <laughs> Never happen again. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good goal though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it'll happen. I think I think yeah. we'll get one. We My can. grandpa had a, a handful. A handful. He also he did have a handful, but he golfed all all after he retired, and they golfed two rounds a day, five days a week for you know at least ten years of of my life. So lots of opportunity. Of lots of yeah. opportunity. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the yeah. same course too. So it's like because they had were with uh, they had. Uh, they were members at Singing Hills in, es- in El Cajon. Yeah. And so they just played it over and over and over and over. <laughs> so. How, how many do you think? You got five, you think? Probably somewhere around there. Yeah. I don't remember. My dad would probably remember. 
But I mean, after the fourth, you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right? whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh man, I got to buy a round for everybody at the bar again. <laughs> Is that the rule? You got to buy it. I think so. I think yeah. so. I think that's the rule. Is that um, why uh, that's when what's his face was walking off? Who won? Brooks Kopka. Yeah. He, he was walking off and passed a uh, block and he said, Hey, you're buying rounds tonight, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Even though Brooks just won a, a cool, like, few mil. But... <laughs> that's right. Come on, step up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why. But that's the, yeah. the hole in one. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that's the rule. It's like striking out in slow pitch softball. You know, you have to bring <laughs> the, 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 case, the other way. But it's the opposite. Yeah, it's the opposite. <laughs> All right. So golf is kind of opposite, though, right? Yeah. Base, you know, baseball, softball, you want to have as many, the highest score possible. Uh, golf, you want the lowest. So yeah. it makes sense. It does. It does. <laughs> opposite world. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll be looking forward to buying you guys all around. Especially at Lake St. Marcus, where there's nobody in the bar. <laughs> I'll do like, one for every uh, you oh. and you. <laughs> <laughs> Ask the employees if they want one. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun! I can't wait to do it. Yeah, don't do it at a, like a tournament or something. Then you're no, no. SOL. Don't do it at. Don't even do it at a country club because even you, you go to the main St. Mark, um. Or whatever it's called now. What is it called now? It's, it's called the Lynx at San Marcos. I forget. Okay. The uh, Lynx at the Lakes, maybe. Okay. Yeah. So that, but the main one always looks crowded. So don't do it there. Do it at the executive where they only have four bar stools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I guess you could do it. I'll, I'll take a beer from you too. So, <laughs> all right. Should we talk beer since we're talking? Yeah. Beer? All right. Yeah. So uh, here's our Uptown and Old Town. This comes from San Diego Beer.News. A quintet of brewery venues awaits in areas of town that, despite being cool and on the cusp, have historically been almost completely devoid of local beer options. As many San Diegos will attest, the network of eclectic communities in the city's Uptown areas have always been a lot to offer, especially in the way of lively hospitality venues. Despite that, almost none of them were home to spots operated by local brewing companies until a few years ago. The same can be said for historic, heavily traversed Old Town State Park and its extensive restaurant row, but now fun and attractive locales sharing the beer and varied, oh, I don't even know that word, Athea of a quintet. That's a weird, really, really weird sentence right there. Of San Diego <laughs> breweries are upping the offerings in Old Uptown and Old Town. So here's the, they actually have five on here up in, if you guys, and like I said, summer in North County. So you guys can come hit those as well. And some of these, actually, I think two out of the three of these are part of my beer of the week. So up in Bankers Hill, you got North Park Beer Company. We we're just talking. I was talking to the guy. Do they have like can wise? Do you find their cans a lot out and about, or is it mostly tap? Um, not a ton, but I, I mean, I see Hop Foo from time to time. Maybe that's. I don't know yeah. about the other ones. I don't know how many of the other ones I see. Yeah, I was trying to think. I was like, you know what? You do see them all around. You hear them. Like, they obviously make really good beer, but you don't see them kind of distributed too much as far as, like, stores and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it was kind of weird. But they got some addition to the ever-rotating list of award-winning IPAs and lagers. An in-house kitchen offers smash burgers, beer brine chicken tendies, and Kennebec fries slathered in cheese fondue made with NPBC's flagship West Coast IPA. That's another name they go by, NPBC. Mm -hmm. Yep. Also have down at the Balboa Park 
tap room. I haven't been to Balboa Park in a long, long time. I saw it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's from from the zoo side. Yeah. Pure Project Brewing. So in 2019, Pure Project Brewing opened its first satellite location, now operating five San Diego County spots as the foundational cornerstone of the park condo high-rise. Known by fans as Pure at the Park, the 2,000-square-foot indoor-outdoor tasting room was equipped with 20 taps serving the community's murky, creatively-fruited farmhouse, barrel-aged, and even spontaneous beers. I don't know if I'm into spontaneous beers, but <laughs> um, their founders originally set up shop in Costa Rica. And that is the second piece of my collab, but that's not it, folks. Um, <laughs> down at Hillcrest, this is one I haven't heard of, but Hillcrest Brewing since 2012. They've been they've been rolling. Hillcrest played an important role in the local beer scene. Uh, they uh, while HBC's brew house and cellar were removed in 2020, popular house beers like Banana Hammock Scotch Ale and Cross Rocket <laughs> Irish Red, plus a myriad of local guest beers, were being on tap here of Contract Brewing. So they don't brew there anymore, but they do still have the brewery down there. So nice little yeah. I, don't, I guess you don't really. There's not too many in Hillcrest. I thought North Park, I they I know they have a few more as well. But mm-hmm. it's um yeah. that is off 1458 University Avenue Avenue down in Mission Hills. You have Thorn Brewing. And if you see them out and about, they're they're always they got the little raccoon riding a bike as their mm-hmm. logo. Always like always an old tasty. timey bike. Old timey bike, yeah. Uh what are they like a strongman bike or whatever? They're like a big front front wheel, little tiny back yeah. wheel. Yep. Circus bike. Thorn Brewing debuted in 2019. Thorn Brewing debuted Mission Hill's first and only brewery-owned venue. That homey spot fits snugly into the residential community that it, thanks to its cozy, domesticated design, a home-style front door reveals hardwood floors and U-shaped 16-tap bar. And they have framed art, pinball machines, ski ball, which is always fun, vinyl couches. Anyways, I don't know if I'll make it to this one, but beer solid and then at old town this yeah. is old town's first tasting room is society brewing oh well. though one of san diego's most popular tourist areas old town was devoid of a local a beer presence until kearney mesa back society took chance on the area in 2022 cited along the historic district's main drag the company's lone satellite is stocked with communal tables bringing in a bit of german beer hall flair while respecting its Hispanic heritage of the base structure and its surroundings. All societies, IPAs, Belgian Israelis, lagers, and assorted beers are available at this offshoot and can be enjoyed with a side order of people watching from a sunny outdoor patio furnished with wrought iron tables and chairs. So you guys are exploring different parts of San Diego. Here's some spots. I want to check that one out. Yeah. Because I've never, I've never been to the main society facility. Uh, but this one sounds cool too. Yeah, maybe on our on our Padres Petco Park blog, you mm-hmm. do Old Town as well. Yeah, I like it. Get in all the history. Yeah, we could go to one of the scary, you know, ghost houses or whatever. Which which one's down there? Which is it? Uh, starts with H. Mm, Hanley House or something like that. <laughs> I remember I went to if. I, I went We're on not a field moving trip. on until we figure this out. <laughs> um, I went on a field trip to Old Town when I, I don't even remember what grade, but I remember some girl had like a gnarly, um, just not situ- like 
ghost something like started like fainting and like the, that sounds right. yeah it was it was <laughs> i don't remember the details but i just remember thinking well this is weird um <laughs> was she with you did you see her she was this? in our group she was oh, in wow. our like in one of our classes i think um but and we were just like getting the tour like through some of the old um whaley like, house actually, whaley house yeah there it was Haley whaley yeah yeah um but yeah i remember that being a frightening uh thing that's probably <laughs> the scariest ghost story we've heard from that place <laughs> <laughs> you could talk to the spirits firsthand but who knows maybe she was just messing with everybody i don't know i yeah. didn't i don't i don't remember getting that vibe i remember being freaked out but yeah um <laughs> um so ready for my beer of the week yeah let's do it of course it comes from heritage um I think it was really the only well no I, yeah i think it was the only craft beer i had i had 394s at um at craft republic so um heritage is doing a lot of collabs uh, which is awesome real quick the 394 that. have you seen it they have a hazy 394 have you seen that one i have seen the cans but i haven't got it before yeah i don't think i've dabbled but yeah it All sounds right, interesting yeah, yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you my beer of the week and then i'm gonna tell you i have a cool new place to check out if you haven't already Okay. Also, um, we that I forgot that we did on Saturday, um, but we uh, um, at Heritage. I usually just order Chelsea beer and order. I ordered two IPAs and then I let her choose <laughs> which one she wants. It's just yeah. kind of how how we do things. Uh, but this time I ordered her a hazy and I ordered one that I just wanted to try. So it's called Stones and Glass Houses, seven percent. Um, so it's a heritage beer collaborated with a brewery called Grains of Wrath. Right. Uh, and I had never heard of them before, but um, they are, uh, it says, founded steps from a paper mill in a gutted auto parts store in 2018. Come on down to our Camas, Washington, C A M A S, Washington. Yeah. Well, Camus? 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 Yeah, I don't know. Chime um, in if you're from Camus or Camus. Yeah. <laughs> they have a gastro pub up there um a bar tap house slash gastro pub um that looks really really cool if you're up in that neck of the woods um it looks like they have a, a location in portland oregon too um but it was delicious and it was just it was a west coast ipa seven percent but just very tasty so um getting a call to my computer hey, nice. <laughs> um but wow. ju- just super i've been very happy with their beers i know i've tried three or four of them uh, and they're very good so what'd you get on the menu i got a pulled pork sandwich this time okay so uh and Chelsea just got like the tri-tip plate and shared it with cam and it was delicious i don't so. see pulled pork oh is pulled pork on the it's lunch called carolina there. It's like Carolina. Oh, the Carolina. There we go. The yeah, Carolina. Yeah. Third of a pound of smoked pork shoulder, seasonal slaw, house mustard sauce, and pickles. The mustard is delicious, by the way. Interesting. It is, I got an extra side of mustard for fr- I'm not a huge mustard guy either. Yeah. But it's just like a, it's very, very tasty. You do fries, chips, or chicharrones? I did fries. Okay. Seasoned fries. Yeah. So uh, the chips do look good. Um, actually, you know, we've had the chips because we've done the queso before. So, um, it's all so far, everything we've had has been very, very good. Yeah. So, and last time I got a taco, um, 
I think brisket taco and it was delicious. Yeah, brisket, oh. tri-tip, pulled pork. Those are the three three tacos taco. that they have. Which, yeah. And the red yeah. like sauce that's on the taco, at least I think the tri-tip tacos is really tasty. Not super spicy, but really tasty. Yeah. So well, I haven't made it there yet. So yeah. I'm coming for you. Oh, it's definitely, definitely still worth it. Yeah. Um, Where was the other place that you went? That oh, you yeah, yeah. Not a beer, not a beer place, but we were trying to kill some time. Brayden had a soccer scrimmage on Saturday. Um, he was the only one on his team that scored a goal. So super proud of Bray. Um, nice. But we went to uh, and played keeper for half, for half of the game and uh, definitely hasn't learned how to play the position yet but it was he made some pretty <laughs> pretty awesome saves for someone that's never played in a game nice as a goalie so um, anyway so we had some time to kill before getting haircuts and so we went up to oceanside and our buddy jameson had told me or told us about parlor donuts yeah are you aware yes i am because my sister that's where she <laughs> wanted to go for mother's day she actually just mentioned it like the whenever i guess was that last weekend two weekends ago whatever mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. they went there for mother's day and it was just like lime around the block they're like i can imagine uh yeah. no thanks but <laughs> tell me more that's all i know yeah so we were there kind of maybe off time too because we not off time it was still crowded we waited in line for probably 10 minutes but um but we had time to kill so it didn't really matter and um it is a cool little spot it's right kind of right around the corner from um craft coast and um and just a really cool little donut shop not really traditional donuts um they're what, what's a cronut is that something like croissant? that's a thing but i don't know what it is okay I've heard, I've this heard is i word. think I, I think jameson described it as like somewhere in between the two of them okay. like a donut and a, i don't know exactly but they were absolutely delicious and the flavors are kind of wild um I could absolutely split one. We all got our own and they were too big for, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so like Cammy got, Cam got the French toast. They also were missing a couple of them. Uh, but they also have like a maple bacon. Um, just got the honey glaze, which is kind of just a glazed. I got a carnival, which is sprinkles and Braden got the churro. Um, and they have a location in Salon beach as well. Oh, they do. So, okay. Yeah. Oceanside and Salon Beach. Nice. I never knew there was one down there. Yeah. Those are the two. It's a big, it's bigger chain than I thought it was. Is it? Um, yeah. They're, they're not all over the country, but they, <laughs> there's a lot of different states that they're listed off, but um, uh, from Florida to Alabama, Indiana, it looks like Kentucky, maybe Colorado. Um, and Salon Beach, they're at, uh, 124 Loma Santa Fe drive. Also, okay. if you're curious, um, well, but speaking, definitely, yeah. definitely yeah. worth a try. Speaking of donuts, uh, if you guys are, want to see something disgusting this weekend, a husband and wife competitive eating team go head to head <laughs> on San Diego's USS Midway, uh, this weekend coming up in a donut eating contest. So eaters are going to have eight minutes to consume as many bake marker donuts as possible at last year's event. Miki Sudo claimed victory after eating 39 and a half donuts in eight minutes. She's the, <sighs> the wife of the husband and, or future husband and wife team, but they're still way behind the, the goat of, of competitive eating, Mr. Joey Chestnut. 
who set the record in 2017, eating 55 donuts in eight minutes. Oh, that just so. sounds painful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, here I am does. complaining about needing to split one. You should have had 55. You could have had a new record. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that apparently it's unappetizing at all. National Donut Day is coming up. So ninth, it takes place at 930 local time on Friday, June 2nd, uh, aboard the USS Midway. So Major League nice. Eating. If you, you go to visit MajorLeagueEating.com if you want to check out more info. I'm not going there, but <laughs> that's just wild. Yeah, I don't know like how the rest of your day, how it's comfortable, you know? Yeah. You just go throw it up or you let I it don't like, even know because I've seen Joey Chestnut and you know, he eats, uh, he, I've seen him do the hot dog thing. I haven't seen him eat donuts, but he's like pretty ripped, you know, like he's, <laughs> he's ugh, strong. So I don't know if he just like goes and works out afterwards or <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't get it, but so I don't get it either. We're looking something <laughs> to do with this weekend. And there you go. But back to beer <laughs> real quick. <laughs> My beer of the week, like I said, potential beer of the year. It's called Back to the Future with a PH. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future. And it's a collab between Harlan Brewing, North Park, and then Pure was the main. They collab with those two guys. Six and a half percent, a murky IPA. As as pure, that's their that's their hazy. They go with murky, mm-hmm. but it's uh so it's the flavors that they're saying are it's passion fruit, lemon curd, and coconut cream. And the description is is quite fun. I said, oh yeah. I mean, I if I had it again, I'd pick up some of this stuff. But prepare to journey through space and time with our latest creation, which marks the highly anticipated return of our future PH future series, because it, uh, one of the things that they use in it with an electrifying new twist. Back to the Future One is an epic triple threat collaboration with local legends North Park Beer Co. and Harlan Brewing. This murky IPA uh, murky IPA showcases. Mega Motuaka, an innovative blend of freestyle hops, Motuaka hops, and Phantasm, which is a powder made from Sauvignon Blanc grape skins. I think we brought up a beer that had that in it the other day. Um, that creates a complex, unparalleled sensory experience. The addition of Nelson Savine and Citra hops contribute to the irresistible ar- aromatic bouquet of passion fruit, kiwi, and lemon curd that lure you in, followed by flavors of pineapple, coconut cream, and grapefruit. I'll tell you, this is, it was an intense beer. There's a lot of flavors going on. It smelled good. It tasted good. It was one to remember for sure. And just a lot going on in there. And I scrolled to the bottom at another murky that Pure Project has. Just, just seems insane. It doesn't mm-hmm. have the ABV on it, but Atomic Hop, which is a murky quad, a quadruple huh. IPA. Uh, I'm, I'm Interesting. Double. I've seen triple. I've never seen quad. So. Anyways, but <laughs> you're always doing good stuff. Yeah, for sure. And that Phantasm, I've seen it before in one other beer that just dropped. I think it was a stone beer, maybe. Mm-hmm. Where they're using grape dust or whatever. But it, mm-hmm. I don't know if I tasted that, but there was a different different flavor in there for sure. So you guys want it, go get it. Little collab cool. with Pure Project. Looks like they have it on their website, but I got it over at BTR over in Encinitas. So delightful another brewery coming to back to oceanside that's been in the works for a little bit potentially opening this weekend artifacts they have been building it out over right kind of right by heritage right. down the yeah, street right across bit. the street right across yeah. yeah so 
It's been eight years since Artifacts opened their San Clemente in, uh, industrial complex. Uh, despite being 25 miles away from Orange County, the company has made a reputable, reputable name for itself among San Diego County beer drinkers. This is from San Diego beer.news too. You can go read the article, but just how many different kind of offshoots of like the pizza port crew that went mm-hmm. off to like Bagby and the, let me just read a few of them. So what else? I love that. I like that. Um, reputable. You said where the article says reputable name since yeah. artifacts is the, one of their most famous beers is no name IPA. <laughs> it is. <That> funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're opening up. They've been trying to open up. There's, they're going to be serving corner pizza there as well. That's on the same, it's called the Fremont collab. So it's kind of similar to the Tremont collab. But they have the pizza spot. They have that place. And it, I mean, obviously making good beers. They're hoping to open this Friday. Um, or it says open the public no later than Friday, June 2nd. It says the best way to keep up with its debut is by following the company's social media platforms. It's at 1940 South Freeman Street, Suite 102 over in Oceanside. So always stoked. It, uh, yeah, it looks almost always solid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, there were people in there maybe like testing things out and but it looked like it could open right now, which obviously it's very close to being able to. So, yeah, the majority it says the majority of artifacts is liquid assets skew hoppy, which that's mostly what their IPA is known for. But they're also going to have one of their great American beer fest blonde or bronze metal artifacts Mexican style lager. So it might be a nice you know, nice summer beer as well over there. But let me see. Is Corner Pizza sure. Corner Pizza owned by the same people that do Borden Brew and Casero? No, Corner Pizza is the Lucadia company. So they have oh, okay. hmm. Valentina, Moto Deli. Uh, what else is down there? It was like three. Oh, Hamburger Hut. Hamburger Hut, yeah. I was just so. curious because Artifacts has a relationship with um, uh, uh, Borden Brew, because they have a Borden Brew IPA or hazy IPA or something like that, and then also Casero has uh, Casero Mexican Lager, which is made brewed by Artifacts. Oh, nice! So I just didn't know if maybe that's why that there uh, there could be they they have a lot of maybe there's article. just like yeah maybe there's they just have a lot of connections and stuff yeah of like yeah. different beer like they they know the the uh, Bagby uh, Jeff and uh, what was her name Donde I believe. Um, I forget what it was, but anyways, mm-hmm. yeah, they they Tommy Arthur from Lost Abbey, Lost Abbey, yeah. Ornato Brewing, Dan Love of Mother Earth, yeah, Jeff and Dandy Bagby from Bagby Beer Company. So they have a lot of uh, connections, connections in this yeah. area. But anyway, super stoked for that. It's again yeah. a nice little addition to San Diego for sure. Yeah, and if you don't feel like pizza, you can always just start at Artifacts and then go to Heritage. It's perfect. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. See, now now we're talking. And <laughs> trying to bring up our San Diego County Fair lineup for this year. So it's starting. The musical lineup? The musical lineup. Yep. Because it's starting June 7th. They're running every day June 7th through July, through the 4th of July. Concerts, events, as you guys know, all kinds of fun stuff. But they're trying to, they have a blast pass. So if you are looking to go on the rides, I know it sounds like it's like a fast pass. You can get mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a little bit better experience. They have the Pepsi pay one price rides on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but 
The acts coming this year include Train, comedian Kevin Hart. That's what seems like a pretty big get. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart action. Leonard Skinner, Boys to Men, Stephen Marley as Staple, as, as he's always there. Yeah. Uh, Nelly, L. King, Alabama, which is awesome. I'm sure my folks are already camped out, ready to go to that one. My mom's like, wait, we flew to Nashville to go see Alabama, and now they come to San Diego? Like, I've never really been here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so they'll be there and then switch foot. So nice, a nice lineup and many more, it says. But those are kind of like the headliners. There's also like special- switch foot hasn't done in a while. Yeah, they've been off for a little bit. I think so. It seems yeah. like it. So. And it's usually is it usually Ziggy Marley? Oh, not maybe. Yeah, Steven? maybe it's not Steven. Yeah. One of those know. Marley boys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not positive. I just for some reason I can picture Ziggy at the Del Mar Fair. Uh, Nelly, that's a that's a big get too. I like that yeah, one from 2004. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, that would be fun. Is uh, Nelly is band aid under his eye, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. I think he still has sure. it. I think. I think, I think so. Still yeah. his thing, but mm-hmm. also <laughs> events, Toast on the Coast Wine Festival, and the San Diego International Beer Festival. So go check out sdfair.com. If you guys want to learn more. What else we miss? I don't think anything. I think we've uh, nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Nailed it. <laughs> so, Brent. Thanks, thanks for tuning in. This will drop tomorrow. Go explore. Have fun. Hit us up if you guys need anything. Hello at NorthCountyCA.com. You can find me over on Instagram at I am Chris Erickson. You can find Mr. Casty Lewis at Casty Lewis RE. Come say what's up over there. And we'll catch you all for episode, I guess it'd be episode 215, drop it next week. Adios.